Now recording. The pottery that grows. It's This broadcast, not that deep, was presented by A-Track Studios. LJ and WPLJ. Started the Ukraine and Russian war. It's your fault. I did. I swear I didn't. Why? I didn't do it. Okay. It's just like what? <laughs> He's just how... so lost right now. Okay. Everything that's about to happen today is Rocky's fault. Um, because this is Rocky's guest. I don't know this guy. So why not you introduce the guest this time? Um. This is <laughs> this is Theo or Joe, whatever he wants to be called. It's to him, you know, <laughs> his name and shit. Um. He's like my best friend online. Um, he's Canadian. He's right. kind of like me, but Canadian. <laughs> okay. All right, Theo, here's my question. Are the drugs you're taking making it difficult for you to breathe? That's the first question. Okay. No. okay. No. He's, I'm hearing a lot of breathing over there. No, I'm just laughing. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. What's up, man? How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Normally we have like a little debriefing where we teach people about the podcast. We got you in here immediately without yep. any, yeah, just threw them directly in. <laughs> so sorry about that. I don't, uh-huh. normally we would get people together, kind of go, hey, this is what we're going to do. I this is what we expect. Why not, what are you guys doing right now? <laughs> we are playing, we're playing Rainbow Six Siege and we're about to do squad T-Hunts. Nice. Which is like something no one plays. You right. didn't add me? Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. So, Theo, I don't really remember the story. What happened? How do, how do we meet again? Um, shit, dude. Uh, I was quite a long time ago, I think. Yeah, I it think... was like... It was before COVID, right? Yeah. This is some engaging podcast content. <laughs> I think... Okay, so I think you were going to coach my friend, I think you were going to coach my friend Alec, and then I met you one time in a VC one time, and then we were playing ranked, and then I followed you on Twitter, and then we ran into each other in a ranked game, no, it was in casual, and we ran the other team, mm-hmm. and then we joined the VC, and then we squatted up after. Hmm. Oh, cool. Wow. I didn't really remember that. You just met through gaming. Yeah. yeah. I never got into it, man. Gaming person. I mean, I don't know. I was always okay when, like, invited to do stuff, but I kind of, I don't know. Just never got into it. So, what is, what is like, good starter stuff for somebody to get into? Um, That's a good question. Minecraft. Minecraft. Well, yeah, I mean, 
games I, like I, Terraria, I, Skyrim, um, CS:GO, CS:GO. That's a CS:GO. CS:GO is really hard though. Yeah, it oh. takes a long time to learn Siege. Vince mm-hmm. had me download Valorant the other day. Any kind of Call of Duty, Valorant's gonna be kind of hard. Okay. Rust is good, but it's really difficult. Yeah, I've heard Crazy of Rust. Is fun, but it's really cool. Okay. PUBG is pretty good. PUBG is pretty good. Hmm. PUBG is pretty good. There um, you go. Warzone's pretty good. Fair play. I, I feel like I know all these titles pretty well. <clears throat> yeah. I can I can navigate through it. I'm just like not. Bro, Theo, if you don't accept me. I don't see your request, dude. I would just like to make a disclaimer that no one is currently under the influence of any narcotics. Um, We're all doing this as a gag. And, yeah. And we think it's really cool to do drugs, but we don't actually do them. So we we just talk about it like this. But in fact, none of us are under any form of drug anyway. At all. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a lot of episodes coming up possibly with people that like matter. So we have to say that actually. Um, here's here's my thing with drugs, right? And our whole our whole mission, right? We don't we don't like do the truth thing where we go, don't do them. They suck. We actually like are cool with them, but then we tell like real stories about how they can be bad, and then we tell people to decide for themselves. So that's technically more noble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go into our first ad read. Try to get together over the break and figure out what this podcast is going to be about. Um, you can see this is a more relaxed episode. This podcast was sponsored by Atrax Studios. We will be right back after no, the break. Wasn't. I no, think it was. Won't. No, we won't. We won't be back. Bye, guys. Hi again. I want to tell you about Atrax Studios, the best studio in Delaware for editing music and more. Here at H-Track, we don't waste your time with overdrawn sessions, recording failures, or lunch breaks. We get the tasks done on time and for the best price. We charge per session, not per hour, giving you the best deal and saving you the worry of going overtime. Everyone who has come to us has had a positive experience. If you'd like to learn more, message us at 8 underscore track on Instagram or email us at hrackteam at gmail.com. And we're back. No, we're What's not. going on? I think we are, actually. No, we're not. Theo, are we back? Are we? Nuh-uh. Theo, See, Theo, Theo said it, we can't be. Dude, it's Just letting insane. you know, if you're Russian, we still love you. We're not mad at you, we're mad at your um, government. I'm pretty sure that, like, anybody who is Russian that's protesting just gets killed, I think, at this point. Um, most of them are protesting, yes, and we have completely sanctioned them at this point, and so has mm. Taiwan now, so they're kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Putin cares, though. There, there's a theory going on that, like, if he leaves office, he's gonna, like, just be taken out, taken out entirely. What do you mean? Well, like, whoever, whoever gets in office is probably gonna have him killed off, so at this point, he doesn't, like, he doesn't... He's just in office for life at this point. 
Yeah. Um, I've heard a couple of theories about that. And that's why he's kind of acting so erratic. I mean, obviously he's been trying to do this for a while and he was kind of okay when Trump was in office because they had a decent relationship. And then when Biden stepped in, he was like, oh yeah, now it's time. Yeah. So. Well, it's because he respected Trump. Mm-hmm. And I also hear that Biden started giving money to the Ukraine government to build up we've their given, military. We've given a lot of things to the Ukraine. We've given them um, medical supplies, weapons, yeah. um, food, all kinds of stuff. We've, we've been helping them a lot as best we can. Mm. The Russians know we have, too. Yeah. So if, if we're living under a rock, anybody listening, um, basically Russia is invading Ukraine right now. It's horrible. They're committing multiple war crimes and they're doing heinous acts. It's awful. And I think the entire world should just absolutely fucking destroy them. But I understand that it would have caused way more loss than it's worth. I don't I don't know. It's there's so much going on, man. It's it's I don't know. It's really tough to like look at. Um, Poland has taken in um, a lot of refugees already. They're they're really gearing up to do that. We have, I mean, I know that Germany. The UK, I think, I'm pretty sure. France, I know there are a lot of people like gearing up to take millions of refugees in, and it's like it's really cool seeing like other countries come together to help out. Yeah, if you want my basic my basic outlook on the entire situation, just to give you like the 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 very quick and brutal rundown, Putin's pretty much pulling a modern day Hitler right now, and if he's not stopped sooner, he's gonna cause way more trouble than he's worth later. Yeah. He's doing quite literally almost identical things that Hitler did. Oh, I'm just going to take Czechoslovakia. I promise. I promise. It'll be just that. I promise. Oh, now I want Poland. Oh, oh, now I'm taking over half Europe. Europe. Yeah. Oh, I just want Ukraine. I just want Ukraine. Oh, now I want Poland. I- ironic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor, oh, Poland. poor Poland. Poor Poland. Just, just well, if you know anything about European geography and like geopolitics and stuff like that, um, that like the reason Ukraine is uh, in Poland are so heavily wanted or is because they're they're what's called the foothold of Europe. Like if you have that, you can get any kind of control in all of Europe because not only do you have control to, you can get to the Baltic sea. You can also get to the, I think it's, I don't know what fucking sea is above that. Um, there's one above back up, like next to Estonia, Latvia, all that kind of stuff. Um, and that's why it's so like desired. Um, so that's why they get fucked. Up. That's why Poland's gotten fucked over twice now, pretty much, or is about to get fucked over twice, which is unfortunate. So you think they're next after the Ukraine? Oh, I definitely think they are. There's mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind. Jeez. Yeah, I mean they're just and they're just killing everyone. Yeah. Like, straight up, they're just taking. They're just wiping Ukraine off the, off the earth. And it's one thing I will have. I have the utmost respect for Ukrainians now. They are the most badass fucking people I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't know if you know anything about the people of um, uh, the people that died on um. It's it was twenty five miles. It was in the Baltic Sea. Um, twenty five miles from United or UN um borders. Yeah. Um, and there was thirteen soldier Ukrainian soldiers on it holding it, and they killed. All of them. And it was so funny, though, because the warship announced that they were coming to them and asked them to surrender. And they literally just said, Russian warship, go fuck yourself. <laughs> wow. Wow. They uh, they were badasses to the end. They had massive nuts. Um, are, yeah, fair play. Then there's the Ghost of Kiev. Um, I don't know if most people know about him. He's the first flying ace since World War II. 
Mm. And he, to, I don't know if to qualify for an ace, you have to get five um, enemy aircraft downs, right? He got it in yeah. one day. Wow. That's crazy, though. Like, I can't even, like, wow, that's something else. I'm pretty sure I heard that he got, when he refueled and went back out, he got three more. Oh, okay. Wow. So he has nine now. Yeah, I really haven't been following. I mean, I've obviously been following what's going on a little bit, but I haven't like looked at the full extensive history of it. Um, I don't know. I, I I think it's really interesting though that a lot of people were upset with like our president's relationships with, like our past with Trump, uh, his relationship with a lot of different um, politicians and just and also just internationally. And now that's kind of flipped on its head since Biden went into office, and now we're here. Um, um, I don't know. Where was I at before I cut myself off? I'm sorry. You were talking about the uh, flying ace. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The flying ace. He got, um, yeah, yeah. He got six. He got six planes down in one day. That is, he's like the first person to do that in like 80 years. He is an absolute leg- legitimate hero. Yeah. Um, if he's real, which there is no one hundred thousand percent like confirmation on if he is real or not, but they have been like, there's been very strong like evidence of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. When we come back, we can talk a little bit more of uh, everything that's going on. Uh, we're gonna go into deep three two point five, one of our mini segments, and when we come back, a little more of the podcast. This just in, bringing you the latest coverage of your favorite Florida man stories. Around the clock journalism, strange paranormal activity, and one man trying to find what's really going on. Liam Strucker Studios presents Deep 302.5. Hey guys, welcome back to Deep 302.5. I'm your host, Ethan. Ethan Odegaard, actually. And uh, we finally have a decent show for you today. For our first story, Delaware moves to reshape Black History education. Black History Month 2022 falls about seven months after Governor John Carney. This is Delaware News, by the way. Forgot to say that our story was Delaware News. I apologize. Signed legislation that will require Black History Month to be taught in Delaware schools. It was an idea, according to the sponsors of House Bill 198, that came from a very few people. The new curriculum is designed to benefit young African Americans who felt the history they were learning didn't really relate to them, and that the history they cared about was shoehorned into the shortest months of the year. And I'm sure a lot of people can actually verify that it felt like just a short chapter that was skipped over. Now, of course, America's past has been filled with racially motivated acts against every, every other group of minority. It's no secret that America's past was filled with trials and tribulations towards every minority. So the fact that we are now finally getting this kind of retribution is fantastic. There's no serious, I know that every segment we've ever done has been interrupted with some stupid nonsense, but on a real, I'm, I'm actually really excited about this story and uh, I'm happy that we got this. We have a new writer for T32.5, if you couldn't tell. I think that it is one piece that resonates with me the most that as we listened to our students, many times they shared that they did not see themselves in the curriculum. Delaware Department of Education, Academic Support Team, Associate Secretary Monica, wow, that is so many names, Monica Grant said, that here is an opportunity for us to get that right and to provide them with that opportunity to be able to experience the curriculum and see themselves in it. Fantastic story. 
Thank you, Governor Carney, for doing something right for once. Our gas is still too much money, but we will let you slide on that. Thank you so much for the representation in our schools. Now for our Florida man story. Florida man used flamethrower to settle dispute. Police say 57-year-old Florida man, angry over his neighbor's parking habits, sprayed fire from a commercial flamethrower toward a car with three teenagers inside. Of course, those pesky kids get off my lawn or I will destroy it with a flamethrower. We know that grass is flammable, so I do not understand this man's gardening tricks unless he's figured out a way to do it from the porch. Andre Adams, 57, of Gainesville? Gainesville. So the whole place is a gym, I understand. Interesting. Is facing three counts of felony aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intending to kill. I don't know about that. Somehow I very... I doubt that a lot. According to court records. He posted a 15,000 bond last week and is awaiting a decision whether the prosecutors will formally file criminal charges. What? There is a flamethrower afoot. I'm very confused by this. The mother of one of the teens actually gain, gain, everybody's name is Gainley, Gainey, Gainesville. I'm noticing a trend. Everybody here is built as hell. <laughs> said Aber, okay, Ashley Gainey, because there's no L, said Ab Abrams, Abrams? So you're in Bible times or you lift, is what I'm understanding frequently sprayed the flamethrower to scare off guests at her home. Gainley's daughter, Nat I'm not even saying that. What? It's N, read this, N-A-T apostrophe A-L-Y-A. Nat, 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 Baker? Yep, Nat, Baker. Right, right, right. Gainey's daughter, Hannah Baker, 16, fled the car with her friends as Abrams continued to spray frame flames toward them. This is the this is the worst story I've ever covered, actually, because of the names alone. I mean, if you're gonna do crimes, pick a better name, please. Doesn't take you that much. You can legally change your name. Might even help you get away from the cops. And when I read your story, it'll actually make sense. Thank you so much. It said the devices are legal to buy and own in every state except Maryland or California. Thank you to Maryland and California. It's very obvious why you guys can't do it. You can't even get your baby showers right. It wasn't clear whether police had seized the flamethrower. There's still a flamethrower going on. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Deep Theory 2.5. I've been your host, Ethan Odegaard. I might not be alive for very much longer, so please try to file a replacement. We need a replacement here. HVACteam at gmail.com. It underscore track studios, please. We need somebody new. Okay, so we, we have a break. We have a break period in our podcast. Just do it, bro. I can't do this. Come on, man. Do oh, yeah. Just say, and we're back. And we're back. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. Theo. Theo is just a vessel for us to talk about Ukraine. Yeah. He's just a um, guest. That lets I'll, us okay, another thing I, I respect the Ukrainians for. Their president, which is a very interesting backstory about how he became president. Um, if you don't know, I've which, done it. Who are we talking about? Uh, Ukrainian, Ukrainian. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I don't know if you can tell. I've done very extensive, in-depth yeah. research at this point on all of the people involved. There's also mm. a really cool dude who's like a. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was now. I have to refresh myself, but he was like another really upstanding member of like 
their society who like dropped everything and helped defend the country like put on a vest and everything and was starting to fight with the country but that's what the president is doing currently mm. on the front lines even though he is Russia's they have labeled him target number 1 and his family is target number 2 so they are very likely to be assassinated mm. and assassinated and he is still on the front lines with his troops fighting which is wow. crazy to me that is crazy i have an extreme extreme respect for him it really is interesting, like, you, you see, like, just the heroism come out in people uh, who want to protect their country. Like, that's that's yeah. really important, and it's good to see those, those things. Even these, like, really tough situations. How much? How many people in Russia are, like, really responsible for this? Um, it is, in the most blunt way to put it, an old, rich, powerful white man got bored and wanted mm. to fuck with Ukraine. Cool. Yeah. Um, I don't really know much about his cabinet or anything like that. I'm not very well versed on their government. Yeah. Because I couldn't really care less. I've watched just today three atrocious war crimes committed. And what were they? I, um, well, one, a tank purposefully hit a citizen in a car and drove over him from mm. the driver's side. He lived. Thank God. Mm. I don't know how the fuck he lived. Yeah. He was literally flattened and the tank sat there. For a good second or two. Oh. Um, they've bombed not only hospitals, but now a kindergarten. Like, was it active? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Oh. I'm not entirely. I don't take my word for that 100%. I don't want okay, to yeah, any yeah. kind of false information, but I'm pretty sure it was. And I know the hospital was because there's videos of um, babies that have had to been brought from their ICU and put into a literal, like, building that they've had to, like, makeshift make um, an ICU for these, like, newborn children. Yeah. Because the hospital was bombed. Um, yeah. And I don't, like I said, I don't blame the Russian people because I know it's not them that's doing it. It's their government. And it's crazy to think because I've actually seen, um, there was a Russian platoon that completely surrendered to the Ukrainians because they were never even told that they would be attacking or doing anything to their Ukrainian brethren, as they put it. Because they look at most of the people in both countries, like the actual people, view each other as brother, like brother countries. The Russians, um, you're telling me Russians surrendered to Ukraine. They they surrendered to Ukrainians because they did not even know it was they were going to be attacking. They were they were told that it was a, a practice or an exercise mission. Oh wow! And they got there and realized they were fight like they're actually fighting, and they 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 waved literally a white flag and walked out of the woods and was like. We were never told we were going to be like fighting our Ukrainian brethren like that. That's so they crazy. put their weapons down. So they really, so the relationship with Ukraine and Russia is actually not that bad outside of obviously Putin. Um, yeah. Wow. That's so weird. And it was, there's, uh, there was videos of people who were went into Moscow and were interviewing the citizens and asking about their thoughts on it. And a lot of them would say that they were saying that they would never attack. Like they were, they were like one lady literally said we would never attack our brother country. Mm. And a lot of them were like, no, the war won't happen. And a lot of them were brainwashed to thinking that the U.S. was making these, like, um, really bad th things and sanctions on the Russians for absolutely no reason. It's such a privilege to be in a country like this because of our, um, like, we just know things. Like, even yeah. if, even if, like, CNN is like, oh, it, it's fake news. It's like, we still know, like, so much of what our government is doing, like, at all times. Yeah, and then, because democracy. Yeah, I mean, and even, and obviously there's collusion in every government, and we definitely experience some of that, and it's good to point that out, but, like, there's people that don't understand that, like, an entire country is being invaded right now, 
and just all innocent this stuff people are dying because yeah. old men couldn't like handle their own issues by themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, left and right, things are falling apart, and people within Russia are still like, "No, this is the U.S.'s nonsense." Like that's insane. I don't know. It's crazy. You know, Afghanistan's government is the Taliban currently, right? Mm-hmm. Earlier today, the Taliban or the Afghanistan government released a statement to russia and ukraine telling them that they need to handle this peacefully and civilly because they are concerned for the lives of civilians and how much life would be taken that is you are being told by the taliban (laughs) to stop you know you need to stop when the literal taliban is telling you that you are hurting too many civilians they're terrorists and we are aware (laughs) of like the videos of like uh afghans like holding on to the planes of our soldiers leaving and falling off. Like, that's how afraid they were of the Taliban. And those guys are like, wow. They are concerned for your citizens. That should tell you, that should be a big shock and like, <laughs> oh my god, okay, this is probably not good. I, I, I think it is going to eventually lead to a world war, and I think if they continue to commit war crimes like they are, I think it should because I think it's wrong and unjust. It's It's... It's inhumane to let it continue. It, it is against morals and, like, and what the is Taliban right is on our side for this yeah. one. <laughs> if China starts getting, if China starts getting active, then we actually have to start moving along with them. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. because China's they um, they're they're threatening Taiwan. They've had planes over Ta- the Taiwan um, airspace for days now. Okay, like, well, here, let's do this. Let's do this. We're gonna go to uh, our. Anchor ad, and then we come back. I, I really want to ask, um, like, if that were to happen, if we were to go to World War Three, who would be on whose side? And kind of, we can get an oh, idea. Oh, I can tell you exactly. Okay, well, good. Well, we'll do that right when we come back for the break. All right, we're back. Um, we This is a heavy podcast, man. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so we were talking about this a little bit um, before, but obviously we know we would be against Russia. What are we looking for? For like who's what's the lineup, I guess. Okay. So well there's the entire UN countries, you know, the Estonia, Latvia, All of NATO, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Ukraine uh, not Ukraine, they didn't get accepted, sadly. Sweden, Norway, Finland, um, UK, Germany, um, the US, um all those countries, you know, and then on what would be Russia's side, there's China, Kazakhstan, Mongolia. Um, most of the central, like, Asian countries like that, um, yeah. uh, Vietnam, uh, Laos, Cambodia. Well, would Japan, would Japan be involved? Who are they with? Japan would be on the UN side, because they're pretty much, if you don't, if you don't know how the whole Taiwan and Japan thing is, they're practically U.S. colonies without being considered U.S. colonies. They have their own governments, but they are occupied and, like, under they're like puppet states to the u.s which is what um russia wants to do to ukraine because they don't want them to join nato because they feel it's democ- democracy coming too close to the to the west uh, i guess to the east sorry. to the east yeah yeah i get you yeah i hope democracy is in the west <laughs> so it's tough I, I don't know it's tough to think about like how i really don't think world war three could happen because of this i don't think a lot of russia's allies would get involved um i know china would and all of their puppet states like mongolia all those kind of like vietnam stuff like that would be involved because their 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 you know their upper state is 
involved, they would pull their puppet states into involvement, which would create World War Two or World War Three, which is how World War Two actually happened. There is potential for it to de-escalate, but there is a lot of potential for it to escalate. Very yeah. Bad. Well, how are we doing in terms of de-escalation? Because obviously, what's going on is going on. So currently, we... we are doing the opposite of de-escalation. <laughs> nice. That's the good. Extreme opposite, actually. Um, the U.S. ambassador, the U.S. diplomats and ambassador, I don't exactly know what her post is or what it's called, but kicked out the Russian ambassador post guy from her office the other day because he was blatantly lying to her. She said, and she said, and I quote, "Russia has lost ev- the very last shred of credibility it had on the world stage when she kicked him out." One person I gr- I've gained a lot of respect for is Boris Johnson. I used to oh, think okay. I used to think he was a just absolute idiot. But yeah, a lot of him, people a lot of people in his own country think that too. Yeah. But him currently like what I've heard, he's doing he's very active and doing a very good job of like addressing the entire thing. Mm. And he he seems to be taking it or handling it extremely well, as well as most of NATO currently. <laughs> So what is the move? I mean, are they are we gonna are we still looking for de-escalation? Or are we looking to the move is hope for the least amount of loss on Ukrainians' half behalf, um, and we're just gonna have to let them do that because if we get any kind of involvement, it starts World War Three, and then that would be on us, right? Um, so we just hope that they are treated mercifully and justly and to the best of their ability, like you know, at least. At least for the most part. So there's really there's really nothing we can do at this point. Yeah, we just have to wait. And if Russia attacks, any, they put troops on the Polish border. So if they do anything with that, World War Three starts. Um, if China invades Taiwan, which is something that they're very likely to do, because this is the literal perfect time to do it. Because why not do it when all of UN, the UN and NATO is focused on in Europe, and mm. you have a strong foothold and no one watching any of Asia. Yeah. Theo, what do you think of all this? <laughs> um, this is just crazy. Everybody, this stuff could have been so preventable. It's unreal. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so dumb. What's going on? Jeez, man. I really, I really think that, um, I don't know. I don't, I, I think there's really no end in sight at the moment. And it's either whether we're going to ignore Ukraine or, or decide to care and get involved because, and that's a really tough call to make. And I feel like with the political power um, in our government right now, we can't really make a call. Like I would be scared for us to get involved simply because of its consequences, but also because of like our, like a fit, like political officials. Like I, I just don't want, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, that's the thing that makes me the most worried. I don't have any, I don't know. There comes a time where you respect the president when he does something like that. I'm not a big fan of Biden, but like if he goes, all right, we're doing this, then like you just got to respect him at that point. Cause like, yeah, everything that's the U S you just have, res- you just like go into it. Um, I think, I think that they should not be given any other chances. Like if, if they take this peacefully and aren't doing anything absolutely awful at the end of it, then no involvement's needed. But if they do, then I think they should just be absolutely wiped off the face of the earth, personally. Well, I don't know. I, I, we'll, we'll have to follow this a little bit more closely. Hopefully in the future we can do uh, another episode if we have Mason on. 
Um, we'll just kind of see how this plays out. Anyway, we're going to go to our final uh, mini-segment, music moment, kind of end things on uh, a different note. And when we come back, we will end the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the music you've been waiting for. Bringing the hottest new takes on diverse new music. Hosted by Anthony Fantano in high school. It's time for Music Moment. We've had a very depressing episode. Um, not, not really depressing, just very uh, in the now with the news and everything that's going on. So I thought I'd ease our tension a little bit with racial injustice. Um, that is basically the forefront of what this album that I'm going to be reviewing today um, explains and uh, takes time to go through. Uh, the album's called All American Badass, except uh, instead of American with a C, it's with three Ks. So you can kind of understand the vibe there uh and also it is by joey badass that is who we are going to be reviewing today um the album is it's interesting um for me because it comes across very like a normal rap album and it has really catchy songs but the the subject matter that it's covering underneath is really really heavy and it's not something we'd really see in today's rap scene um which is something that i kind of want to point out as a as like definitely a negative i I really think that um the rap industry as a whole should move forward this time i'm not a guy that's like oh in the 90s that's when rap was best i i definitely don't think that but um this this album came out in 2017 and uh it has uh, just uh, you can clearly see uh with some of the titles i mean babylon is one of them uh, super predator is one of them uh temptation for my people land of the free you can see almost the kind of mocking tone i mean the <laughs> The cover is um, the American flag um, on the hood of a car and Joey uh, flipping off. Um, I guess everybody listening, uh, <laughs> whoever that's marketed to, which is interesting. I, I think there's a very um, kind of ironic and uh, silly tone um, in, in like things like that and things like the title. You can definitely see a lot of sarcasm. That's the word I'm looking for to describe it. Temptation is actually, uh, I used it for an ad not that long ago. Um, that is the song that's playing right now. It's a tough listen. Um, it sounds really good, but the more you listen to it, the more you start to really um, hear the subject matter being explained. It would just be a very difficult to get through if it weren't for how catchy it is. Why You Don't Love Me is um, probably one of my favorites because it starts out as what you think is probably a love song towards one one woman and as it continues it might be maybe he's talking to like a a white female about like 
how he feels um, like people in general are towards but you realize that he's definitely talking about race relations but it starts off um, with the only thing you can draw being a love interest so also it's just the most sickening beat in the background too it just the chord progression behind it while it's it's playing I love the vocals uh, in the very beginning and kind of throughout the track they kind of remind me a lot of uh, what we talked about God Breathe from Kanye West um, I'm not going to say that it's like inspiration or anything like that uh, those two are very different producers and artists in their own respective right but um, the samples sound really cool and they really give that eerie presence to the track and uh, yeah it's just fantastic to listen to Super Predator is another really good one. Um, it just kind of that, that's probably the best rapping I think on the entire um, album. I would say definitely Super Predator. It's a very, uh, very tough like. Hmm. There's just a lot of subject matter covered in um, that one in particular. Uh, I, I love the feature on it as well. There was a lot of good features for this. Uh, J. Cole even comes at a Legendary, uh, which is second to last. All in all, it was just a really good album. There was a lot of really, really tough subject matter, obviously, as we've talked about, but it was very well done. I think the producers behind this did really good. The mix is clean on almost all the tracks. And um, yeah, this is going to be an 8 out of 10, even maybe even a 9 out of 10 for me. Because I, I definitely didn't expect that going into it, but it turned out to be really good. For my personal pick, I'm going to have to go with Diablo by Mac Miller. I've been on a Mac Miller kick recently. Um, the whole album, I, I'm not normally a fan of um, albums that come out after that rapper has died. And uh, rest in peace, Mac Miller, obviously, but I, I haven't really listened to his music afterwards because I don't really like music that the artists themselves don't get to put the final staple on before it goes out. So it, I recently got into it just because I was, you know, I kind of wanted to see what was on it, just mainly curiosity and listening to it. Um, there was a, he's basically predicted his death on a couple of songs, which is scary, but also uh, really sad when you think about it. Um, just how he was able to know that that was coming and still couldn't escape that road. It really, it really makes me think about uh, drug addiction different, differently because he knew himself where he was headed and just couldn't get out. Uh, is kind of the, the vibe I get through his music and just what happened in his personal life. So, uh, Diablo is a song that's basically him just kind of... Um, it almost sounds like it could be a freestyle, to be honest with you, but um, I really like the beat behind it and I love his flow over it. And, uh, you know, listening to that whole album, maybe I'll do a review of that album, you can get um, kind of a bittersweet tone based off of those uh, topics that are being discussed. Anyway, this has been Music Moment. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, make sure to check out the album we talked about and also the uh, personal pick. Uh, if you guys are into Mac Miller, he's a good artist. And uh, I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Okay, my mind is Yoda, I'm on Ayatollah. 
These other rappers just a diet soda. I find Jehovah in the darkest places, empty as apartment basements. This a marathon, gentlemen, go ahead and start the races. Save the coffin spaces. We'll come up missing, tell your bitches you've been tripping, now you on vacation. Rapping like a starter. Uh, we upload Sunday and Wednesday at 10 p.m. Those are our upload times. Also, newscaster segment. Deep 32.5 that uploads Sunday at 10 p.m. to YouTube as well as in the podcast. And the same deal is for Shokugeki on Wednesday. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We are streaming on Twitch Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. as well. That is a new thing we are starting. Also Saturdays as well. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching, subscribing, turning notifications on, doing what you have to do. And this has been Not That Deep. Three, two, one, ladies and gentlemen, not that deep, brought to you by Pink Track.